welcome to our podcast, Petticoat Lane, where we talk about vaginas. We're your hosts. I'm Josie. And I'm Crystal. We'll be answering some common questions and some uncommon questions. We'll have guests. Some will be experts and some not. Come take a stroll with us down Petticoat Lane. Welcome to Petticoat Lane. I'm Crystal. I'm Josie. And I'm Holly. Hi, Holly. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. We'll have you you introduce yourselves. Selves. Selves. Multiple. All of my personalities. (laughs) Um, Hi, I'm Holly, and I have a vagina, and I talk about it on stage. Uh, So now I'm here to talk about it with you guys. Yay. (laughs) We're excited. So today we kind of um, were found an article and it says 15 things that they bet we don't know about vaginas. So we're just going to kind of go through this and um, either be surprised or be like, nope, knew that one. We covered that topic. Yep, we know that. We knew that. Um, I think some of them I like quickly read through this and some of them I was surprised. Some of them. Like this first one, not so much a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, your vagina smells differently throughout the day. I didn't know that. Yeah? Yeah. I know in different situations it might smell different, but I didn't know like just overall throughout the day. So, I mean, for me, I guess I, I was like, well, that makes sense because like even like your armpits or your body odor kind of yeah. starts to smell differently throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, after your activity and stuff. One of the first things it talks about is like how you may smell different after you exercise. It So here's my TMI moment for right at the beginning of the episode. Uh, I will go and work out and then I'm just like, ooh, I don't smell that bad. I'm fine. And then I like go to the bathroom and like take my yeah. pants off. And then yeah. all of a sudden I You're get like, this like oh. whiff of BO and I'm mm-hmm. like, the BO's in my crotch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I did roller derby, there was a definite different smell you had swass you had swoob and swagina (laughs) (laughs) sweaty vagina in here so many areas to sweat from Uh and it's definitely a different smell for each (laughs) and we kind of covered this topic when we talked about uh odors for vaginas and it covers it a little bit more like after sex it may smell like bleach due to how your fluids interact with the smell (laughs) of semen your Which, body's like disinfect this bitch right? <laughs> shut it down <laughs> you think it would smell bleach. something other than like bleach because bleach makes me think that my body's rejecting the semen yeah. rather than interacting with it yeah. and i think when we talked about odor it wasn't so much bleach but it was like a disinfectant kind lemony of lemony smelly. like a freshly I washed always bathroom thought that was the actual semen i didn't know that was my body doing yeah that. I was <laughs> my immediate response was no they're weird <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. That's an interesting thing. Have, have you guys ever smelled semen without it being anywhere near your vagina? I guess so. But I, I never, like... I'm not paying attention. I'm going to now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just need to sniff it. They'll be like, that's weird. No, no. Like, For no, science. It's not weird. I'm just... <laughs> smelling my hair. <laughs> Don't get it in the hair. But yeah, it's the... Uh, just It smells different. After they huh. kind of come together, or if you have an infection, of course they always talk about that. If you're uh, have an infection and it smells funny, talk to your doctor. Talk to the doctor. Don't just be like, "Oh yeah, it smells weird." I learned that on a podcast. <laughs> like if it's, it's, go see a doctor. And it continues to say, you know, food affects oh. it. We knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Real okay, but like, how does the food affect it? Like, well, like even if you eat like a ton of onions or garlic and your body odor is different. So, what? yeah. So, yeah. It kind of makes sense because we I mean, you and I talked about it crystal earlier about how uh asparagus affects yeah. the way that your like pee smells. Mm-hmm. So, it, it would make sense that other foods affect the other types. Like it yeah, would also okay. affect your sweat glands. So, it, not just your vagina would smell different. Just all like your s- bodily fluids smell different depending mm-hmm. on your diet. So like when people are like vegetarians taste better. <laughs> but, I mean, I, when yeah. I first saw that, I thought like, totally right I don't think I've, that, I think I just have never noticed. Yeah. Now whenever I've changed like, my yeah. food habits. Yeah. Now we're going to be sniffing semen in our <laughs> crotches. <laughs> after. We're like, yeah, it does smell a little more fresh. 
So this one did surprise me. Moving on to the next thing that we bet we didn't know. Yeah. I did not know this. The shape of your lips have a lot to do with your orgasms. That, I mean, yeah, kind (laughs) of. I mean, I guess once you break it down like they did, um, there's an article called 10 Things You Didn't Know About the Male and Female Orgasm. When women's clitorises is about an inch apart from their vaginal opening, it's much easier for her to have a vaginal orgasm. And you know what else helps? The way her lips are made. Dead serious. One study revealed that women who have prominent, what is that almost? Tubercles. Which is basically an elevation of extra skin on the upper part of the lips of her vagina, also gave her a far greater chance of experiencing vaginal orgasms. So if you're one of those women who feels insecure in bathing suits because you've got what some folks call a fatty, don't be. You are that much closer to having what reportedly over 70% of women don't have a vaginal orgasm. I thought it said prominent tubulars. <laughs> I was like tuberculosis. Tubular. <laughs> That's interesting. I wonder, again, because even vag- we've covered this, vaginal uh, orgasms are not due to like it, just thrusting. It's yeah. due to your clitoris and the internal part of the clitoris. Does the, like, the labia have like some sort of connection to them? Well, I, I think the only the only thing like this article is saying is how your labia is shaped is affecting the the clit, right? Mm-hmm. So they're saying if you have a fatty, it's going to be a little more pressure when there's penetration, which may cause an orgasm or the vaginal orgasm. But I don't, and so like it like transfers the good vibes to yeah, the clitoris a it, little better. Yeah, so it does. Yeah, I guess that That's makes sense. A little In bit. A way. I'd love to have a doctor's take on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, check our sources. We don't know. This is just like a cosmopolitan article <gasps> that we're like, oh, hey, this will be a good time to plug it. We have a Patreon. Yes. I like the idea of our Patreon because I'm going to be able to post all of the fun pictures that yeah. we look at, but I can't share with you on Facebook or on, uh, well, I don't know if anyone looks at our actual posting page on that website um, that I can't remember at the moment. But yeah, so I won't be able to share a lot of these pictures there, but you can go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Petticoat Lane, and you will be able to see all of our links that we go through and our show notes. And- I almost thought you were going to say all of our labias. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? We're not Whoa. that comfortable with each other quite yet. Or the public see <laughs> like, like, oh, Okay. But yeah, so you'll have to check our sources. I'll check my sources there too. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, we'll check the sources. This is an article that we just came across. Who it's by? It is like a, a women's magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole. Ni- Nicole. So another thing that we're gonna be surprised by, you'd be amazed at how big your vagina can get. Although your vagina is only about three to four inches long, its stretching capacity is absolutely amazing. So much, in fact, that it can stretch up to 200%, which is how babies can come through it. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's able to do this because your vagina is lined with muscular ridges all throughout it. What this boils down to is that you can handle the size of just about any man at any time. (laughs) In order to get initially into the swing of things, you may need to use a vaginal dilator in order to get gradually and comfortably stretch the walls of your vagina in order to um, accommodate him. (laughs) And that's not me reacting. That's me reading. (laughs) Because we didn't know this. We talked about this intenting. This is how, like, what your vagina does in reaction to you being turned on. It's why, quote unquote, foreplay, which is just a part of sex, Mm -hmm. is important. Yeah, that's we talked about that, like how the vagina works. Our vagina actually does. And I was like, oh, how fun. We can actually say we're pitching a tent, too, because the term (laughs) is we're tenting and your vaginal muscles relax and open up a little bit more like in the shape of a tent in order to accommodate 
Everything. Everything. Whatever you're <laughs> putting what's in crazy. there. What's when going I, in and what's coming out. On yeah. my way over here, I was like, I'm going to be a pro. I feel like I know everything. And now I feel like such a, like, I don't know anything about that. That's why we started this podcast. Because I was like, there's women out there that still don't know you have two holes. They don't even know the basics. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. stuff but, like this, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. So yeah, we can no pitch idea. a tent. Wait, like, can yeah. I swear? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I know. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those things that like once I learned and also as like a general reminder, as I probably say multiple times, your vagina is a muscle. It's a muscle. You can work it in Kegels and that'll yeah. help also. So yeah. So a vaginal dil- dilator? What what is that? And is that an actual machine? Like, is it, that an actual thing? It's more like a, if you can get one on its own that like the what it does is basically it kind of oh you can um listen the way i'm gonna describe it sounds unpleasant okay (laughs) so it's the one i have seen was like four plastic uh rounded kind of things that go in the shape of a penis or a circular thing that you can insert so kind of like the duck Tongs yeah, they, kind I of. forget what yes, they're called. Yes, like that, yeah. but there's four of them okay. instead of just two. And then you can slowly dilate the end of it, which widens the distance between them a little mm. bit more. That's one that I saw. Another one, which I think is actually better than that one because that one had a lot of open things in it and that made me feel uncomfortable looking at it, was just basically uh, ranging sizes of dildos so like you go smaller and get your vagina used to that one and then you go slightly bigger and bigger and bigger um people doctors use it to help women who have uh, i think it was vaginitis or vaginosis i can't remember which term it was sorry people um who like their muscles just like tense up and stuff and it's to get their muscles used to relaxing and they also have used it for women who would like to lose their virginity without getting like painful and stuff which we've covered you don't have to have like be in pain when you lose your virginity if you're turned on your body is ready your body will make you ready this is news to me yeah yeah (laughs) well and so from what I understand too, like to get you ready, it's not like a week before you use these and then next week you're ready. It's like right Over before time. the act, right? Oh, Here we go. Ooh. I got some pictures. I'll put them on the Patreon oh. of some different vaginal dilators. They're just like, they're less pretty versions of dildos. They're like <laughs> butt plugs, but not their vagina plugs. They're like if a mannequin had a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no, yeah, no frill. I'm also going to include this article. It talks about the uses of like vaginal dilator therapy and stuff. That's fun. Nice. That'll yeah. be available on the Patreon for free. You do not have to sign up to see these types of things. If you sign up, you get other fun things. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so excited this, about it. This might sound like a dumb question, but no dumb question. your cervix does that count as part of the vagina, right? It yes, is in, sort of. So the vagina, we did talk about this. Oh, yes. the last two Good episodes, question. guys, we talked about uh, vagina vaginas 101, 101 yeah, the outside was, and the inside. Yeah. So I'm excited to tell you now because <laughs> we learned. So yeah, it's super, our vaginas are super, super interesting. Mm-hmm. They are. There's really so cool. much to them. Well, that got me thinking about when they, uh, I just got the IUD put in oh, and girl, she was, me too. she was yeah. telling me about, she was like, it's blah, blah, blah centimeters. And I was like, is that good? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I know. We like throw around the sizes and stuff. Like then they showed me the IUD before, not like the IUD they were putting in me, but an IUD that they was the same. And they were like, and this goes at the base of your cervix and this goes at the top mm. of your uterus. And I'm like. My uterus is that small? They're like, yeah, it's not that big when you're not pregnant. Yeah, yeah. I think Super. of it as like a giant, like like my liver. I think about it like right? my liver, yeah. but it's not. It's Yeah, it's so interesting. And then how much it changes, not with just age, but pregnancy, um, food we're learning. I mean, there's so mm-hmm. many things that do affect the way our bodies perform, including your vagina. And there's so many days that you just walk all day without realizing what amazing things is going on with your body and what an amazing thing you're walking around with. Yeah. Right? They're crazy. so adaptable too. They they're like really cool. 
Oh, They're survivors. They are. <laughs> they are. Have you guys heard about, um, you guys uh, probably know about this, where they make beer out of the yeast from I've your heard vagina? Of it. Yeah. We've... This is so weird, but I kind of want to try that. That sounds I so gross, but try that. I would love to try See, that. We did. We missed that on the episode. We talked about vagina things. We were talking about the candles that people are making to smell like their oh, vaginas. Their... So... Yeah. I don't know if I would want that. <laughs> We're like, yeah. well, we read what you it do was. You. Yeah, we like, no, let's make a more realistic I, smelling one. I can see how someone might want that in like a long or long distance relationship, yeah. maybe. You're like, I just want my room to smell like sex. <laughs> vagina. vagina candle. So another thing that may be surprising or may not, discharge and lubricant aren't exactly the same things. Did you know that? Did you no, know? No, I didn't really. I can't. I mean, no. <laughs> I knew that just because I know that they're like it. They have two different purposes. So one is like it's cleaning itself, and the other is like it's getting, getting ready. ready. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, so like, like please put something inside yeah. here. <laughs> so this point is pretty fascinating, as the article tells us. Did you know that there's a difference between discharge and lubricant? discharge which is made up of salt water mucus and cells what helps get rid of your body's bacteria like you said like you said cleaning if your vagina is healthy the discharge should be clear white or off-white color not clumpy or irritating and you should only produce about one to two teaspoons per day lubricant is what comes out only when you are sexually stimulated so while discharge comes directly out of your actual vagina Lubrication comes out of two pea-sized glands. Um, they're called the Bartholin's glands. Is that how you would say that? Bartholin? Yeah, Bartholin. They are located on the outer sides of your vag- vaginal opening. Vaginal. <laughs> vaginal <laughs> opening. Okay. So this is really interesting because we did not cover this part. And I'm so sorry you're not feeling sorry, well. I'm coughing real quick. You're fine. You're fine. But I think it's really interesting because, like, when we talked about, like, the vagina 101 and stuff, they talk about the big parts of your vagina. Yeah, there's still more parts that we didn't cover. Like, these glands, which I have heard about before, but I didn't think about how they are the things that are, like, putting out the lubricant, getting ready, like, sexually stimulated and stuff like that. That's really cool. Where are the glands? They are, as it says, located on the outer sides of your vaginal opening. So apparently, like when they talk about there's two holes down there, the one uh, article I read that taught me about those glands forever ago, they were like, there's actually six holes down there. Like three of them (laughs) are like your uh, uterus, or not uterus, your your urethra opening Mm -hmm. and your vaginal opening and the um, anal opening. And then you have two glands on the outside and then there's another gland or a pair of glands maybe there's that and I can't remember what those are but these two they're I think probably probably I do not know this at this moment but from what we've learned to the bottom of the vaginal opening as well as sweat glands you have sweat glands down there too So many things going on down there that we didn't know about. Yeah. And of course, these glands, while they are holes, they're much too small to ever be confused. Yeah, you're not (laughs) going to put it in the wrong hole. (laughs) (laughs) So that's super interesting. I'm also, why is it got to be called like, it sounds like a dude's name. That's because a dude decided he knew what it was and yeah, named it like, after himself. Let's call these glands the Bart glands. Yeah. Well, if it's the Bartholin and it's like their <laughs> last name, I really hope that it's a woman's last name. Okay. All right. We're going to pretend. <laughs> We're going Mrs. Pretend. Bartholin glands. I like, it's interesting Ms. that discharge is made out of salt water. Like I knew mucus and cells, you know, it's coming from your body. It's got yeah. cells. But salt water, your body puts out salt water. Yeah, we've got a lot of, yeah, like sodium. And I wonder, like, depending on your diet, you're saltier than others. Uh, right? Possibly. Uh, sure. What you eat, it's what you are. She's yep. salty. Totally <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> gives salty. another meaning to it, right? Salty. <laughs> another thing, I don't know. Are you, are you surprised by, have you been surprised? At least, I know one for sure. I was like, what? Lips make your orgasm? 
most of these are surprising to me. Yeah, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised because I usually when I see these types of articles online and I'm like, oh, this might be good for this episode. And then I'm like, now we covered all that. We covered this. I know (laughs) I was surprised by a few of these. Okay, this one I feel like maybe won't be as surprised because we have been uh, talking about it. We did the Vagina 101, but there's more to your clitoris than meets the eye. Hmm. Sorry. Anytime. There's so many like innuendos about like vagina and clitoris that like whispering eyes. Every time they say something, I'm like, ah, I see what you're trying to do there. I love wine. (laughs) (laughs) That leads us to our next one. Yes. A healthy vagina is literally like a fine wine. That's interesting. Um, the one way to know whether your vagina is healthy to check its pH balances, which we've talked about before a little bit. Um, but oh, they have a kit that you can get and you can test your pH balance at what? home. Is it like the food pH ones? Because you know those like food pH things that like the... Yeah. the People will take to uh, restaurants and check your, oh my gosh, okay. We should check our, I mean. I'm all about that. I mean, it's, what's an unhealthy one? Just, it's not. Well, if it's in good shape, your pH will be between 3.8 and 4.5. If it's higher than that, bacterial vaginosis may be the culprit. If it's lower, it could be indicative of a yeast infection. Oh. Okay. okay. Is that, oh wait, is that, so I'm thinking the yeast infection uh, tester kit, whatever, you know, those yeah. little things that you kind of like swab with mm-hmm. to uh-huh. see if you have, that's got to be A just pH. measuring your pH level, yeah. but that one's purely designed to tell us if it's too low. low. Cool, cool. Okay. I'm learning stuff. Isn't there like there's on soap all the time they say like your ph balance does that include vaginal ph balance or is that like your skin ph balance oh, that's a good or are question. they the same that is a good question is it overall ph balance because i know that's I advertised know. a lot in like women's soaps yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah if it I has think... something to do with bacteria or like uh yeast then i don't think the soap would really have an effect would it you know what? I'm betting that's one of those things where they like try to sell you mm. like, oh, this is good for your like outer labia and stuff when it really it really is, doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. super matter because you can use any type of soap on any part of your body as long as you're keeping it externally. Yeah. But we also have talked about like some like the the uh, our f- new favorite gyno i'm trying to think of the other word for her uh dr gunter on twitter yeah yeah. um she is a gynecologist what is the other word for that my brain i'm stuttering because i'm like it's not the ogbyn that's the word okay Okay. yeah or the acronym yeah (laughs) sorry guys uh it's the they've talked about like some soaps that are better for your genitals on the outside but that's just that's just for like not irritating the skin because it is softer skin down there so (laughs) you're good don't ever put soap up in your yeah yeah please you know that you know that yeah anyway since a healthy vagina's ph level is around four which means that it's slightly acidic i thought you might be curious about what is Tomatoes. Oh, okay. What else is around, the pH level is around four? Is tomatoes, beer, and yes, wine. This means that if you wanted to compare your vagina to the best of wines, you wouldn't be lying. That is literally the complete and total truth. A fine wine, and I'm not lying. According to this article. According to this and article. And my pH balance. <laughs> that is fun. <laughs> this makes me laugh just because it says a fart. <laughs> a vaginal fart isn't a vaginal fart at or isn't a fart at all. Mm-hmm. You knew this, right? We're yeah. not passing yeah. gas through your vagina. Right. I mean, I guess not everybody knows that. They're like, I think men don't know. That. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like 
you queef and you're like, oh, must be the Mexican food. Like, never. <laughs> like, right? like, never. Well, I think like the best way to know is definitely by smell. I mean, yeah. when a woman queefs, it doesn't <laughs> smell like a fart normally does. And it doesn't feel the same either. No, no. No, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, like a, a butt fart is like from the bowels yeah. of your inside. And then the other ones, it's more of a shallow surface fart. Right? Yeah, I think Wouldn't so. You agree? I've been able to tell, like, like you can tell because it feels different. You definitely feel it coming from your vagina. But there's yeah. also been some queefing where like I move and I hear it and I mm-hmm. don't feel it. Yeah. So that's like. Eh. <laughs> yeah. So this article goes on to say, remember. I remember the first time I queefed with a partner. Mm-hmm. I was so embarrassed that I picked a fight and we didn't speak for two days. When we finally discussed how ridiculous I was being, he said, it just caught me off guard, but it's no big deal. It really isn't. For one thing, queefing is completely normal. Secondly, all that's coming out when your vagina makes a fart sound is air. Not waste or gas like a real fart has in it. It doesn't smell either. So the next time it happens to you, laugh and don't freak out. It's all good. It's fine. You're like, here, pull my finger. <laughs> Let's make a joke out of it. Oh, God, if I could control my queefing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, you can't really control it. So there's mm-hmm. no reason to be embarrassed or yeah. for someone to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, And yeah. if you're with a partner that's like, oh, my God, be like, yeah, you got to go. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you yeah. did this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, oh, and my favorite one, nothing can get lost in there. See, I didn't know that. Like, I have like, gotten so paranoid with it because there have been times where like you get a tampon yeah. and then the string won't come out and you're like, oh, oh God, God. <laughs> it's just sucked up and now yeah. it's a part of me forever. <laughs> exactly. Well, and that's the thing that I, I wonder if this, I think it does cover it, but it's like nothing can get lost in there, but things can get stuck in there. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get it out yourself, it's a very good idea to go to a doctor and have them remove it get some special tools and get it out mm-hmm. uh, so your vagina is not a black hole it does have an end to it for the most part it's your cervix the reason it, why it can be sometimes hard to retrieve a broken condom or a tampon that's lost its string hey exactly okay. what you said it's because the item is lodged towards the back of your vagina don't worry though you can't Uh, If you can't get what's stuck out, your physician most certainly can. While we're on this topic, the article writer's great-grandfather used to say, and I quote, their grandfather used to say this, Uh, if you wear short skirts in the wintertime, you're going to catch a cold in your pussy. (laughs) Wow. Great, great grandpa used to tell him. grandpa. That's a short skirt. You're going to catch a cold in that pussy of yours. (laughs) Okay. Well, they say that's not exactly true because your vagina is not a gaping hole that's constantly (laughs) open. In fact, its walls are actually collapsed on top of each other. They expand when they need to and remain closed when they don't. So please ignore my grandpa's pearls of wisdom. I don't like the way that's phrased. That's a bad phrasing. Well, we talked about that too on our Vagina 101 because we're like, yeah, if there were just gaping holes when it was windy, we'd all be like, (laughs) (laughs) that would be sick though. How does your vaginal canal make? (laughs) Like, oh. That would be my only musical talent. Yeah. <laughs> Just all stand outside in a line. We're like, no, no, you're well, higher pitch. Windy. You're down here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. On to pubic hair. Okay. Yay! Yes, let's talk about it. Because we, I don't know that we completely covered like the purposes of pubic hair. Maybe when we did maintenance. I think a little bit, but not a yeah, not fully. Yeah, that was a bit ago though. So as the the writer of this article says, something that I personally found to be a plump trip, a plum trip. What the fuck? I don't want to read this article a verbatim anymore. Trip. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, anyway, is that pubic hair has a pretty short shelf life. So you, your pubic hair falls out like all other hair on your body. Okay. That makes sense. But a receding hairline can happen. <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> ball down there in a certain spot. Got a ball badge. 
Well, the hair on our head can last up to four, uh, seven years. The hair on your vagina or on your labia only lasts for three weeks or so. Huh. That's why it can only get it. It can't get so long or bushy. That makes sense. Okay. Like your eyebrows and your eyelashes. They have a length that they grow to. Some of them may be outliers, but then they oh. fall out. Okay. As far as the purposes of pubic hair that serves, for the most part, it's a three-way combo. First, it protects your vagina from debris. Makes sense. Keeps, okay. It's like the rest of your body Like hair. your nose hair. Nose like hair your, yeah. keeps things from going in where they shouldn't be. Okay. I thought I've heard that the like your actual lips are the same like type of skin as your labia but that's oh. that that's a myth right i don't i, I don't know that's that. something that's a good we'll thing to, for us that. to look into because then that gives like chapstick a whole new meaning yeah <laughs> yeah my my labia don't get anywhere near as dry as my mm, lips yeah. do yeah. but they also don't but, get as much action on yeah, a day-to-day yeah. basis they're not exposed to the cold weather as often as my lips uh, huh interesting yeah. Where was I? Oh, so second, it helps to prevent small abrasions from arising when on your vulva due to sexual friction. We have talked about that one. And also the fact that like if you wax or shave in uh and like get little nicks, you're more likely to have like more abrasions when you have sex and it can be more agitated. So if you're having like kind of a a dryness issue or like a tugging issue and you shave or wax maybe try not doing either of those things and see like those may not be the reason but it's a good chance that could help um the less small cuts and the less std risks so okay yeah third so long as you keep your vagina clean its natural scent gets trapped in your pubic hair creating pheromones that turns your partner all the way on <laughs> bonus a lot of my male friends are huge fans of well manicured pubic hair okay bud <laughs> they say it's because it makes them feel like they are having sex with a grown woman all right. okay cool 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 so if you're, there's pro points if you don't want to shave, but do want to manicure. Okay, manicure yeah. just makes me think Your hands. of hands and yeah. toenails and stuff. So maybe a different word for that. Maintained. Trim it. Keep it short and clean. Yeah. Because mm. I, I mean, I think sometimes pubic hair gets in the way you know of like lubrication and stuff I just notice it gets dried out a lot quicker mm-hmm. whereas if you're waxed or shaved I mean maybe some hair down there is good yeah I'm like all right okay oh yeah. and back to the whole like it has a it like your vaginal hair doesn't last for very long that yeah. totally makes more sense for people complaining about getting pubic hair in their teeth yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it just okay. falls out like that's sorry sorry that's just my shedding (laughs) vulvas sag over time that's fun right i didn't know this is fun information that i didn't want to know i it's like your boobs gravity takes hold and it sags over time yeah it's just it's not gonna like sag like like balls balls get saggy over time too i mean they're a little bit heavier than some labias but (laughs) i mean they have more reason to sag yeah do like penises sag i don't i don't know because they're more of like yeah more muscle than just tissue maybe the what's it called uh their hood what what the foreskin Foreskin. maybe the foreskin does saggy i can see that yeah because it's just more skin than it is and skin gets saggy over time Mm. and but their reasoning does make sense i mean it says that our body produces less um collagen over time and when this happens our skin begins to sag everywhere including when it comes to our vulva it's nothing to feel bad or embarrassed about men love vulvas and vaginas regardless (laughs) if you uh, do want to give your vulva a bit of a facelift so to speak take a collagen supplement and do some kegels regularly that should do the trick collagen supplement Hmm. 
Okay. I feel like anyone that looks at a vagina is like, is a dick. (laughs) I feel like if you look at your partner and you're like, you need to do some Kegels, like, shut up. No, you don't. Nobody, just leave it alone. Or like the gross people who are like, I want to stick my penis in that vagina, but I don't want to put my face near it. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. There's a, I don't remember who tells this joke, but she tells a joke about like, you want to stick, like, it's like saying you want to stick your dick in a pile of garbage, but you don't want to eat it. That doesn't make it, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've heard that, that, too. I've heard that too. It's, but yeah, I'm like, I did have a guy that was like, we, you know, he was trying to um, establish like a friends with benefits situation with me. And then he told me, like, well, no, I don't eat girls out. That's just, I don't. And I was like, well, then what the, is the fucking what's point? What's my benefit? Yeah. What's this the fucking I can masturbate at home. Like exactly. a friend with benefit. Better. That would be a benefit. Yeah. Like, so yeah, no, I actually, no, thank you. I have a joke about that. And like, I've gone on dates with guys where they're like, yeah, I don't eat pussy. And I'm like, well, what do you think about women who don't give head? And they're like, oh, we'll have fun with your 12 cats. Like I've told that joke, but it's so true. Guys yeah. are like, you like you have to suck my dick but like I don't go down on girls and it's like that's super double standard for yeah. one and two like I can do to myself whatever you can do way better <laughs> yeah so there, that's so. the only perk I'm looking for yeah, from exactly. you and if you're not offering it then ha- good luck yes. yeah to our uh listeners who are interested in women maybe think about that <laughs> maybe find a new way is there what what scarred you what hurt you why won't you do it mm-hmm. and rethink it like especially in the moments of passion like yeah what makes you happy i'm down to do it yeah and then and that is also keeping in mind if somebody has like an like a real aversion or traumatic experience with these types of things like women who don't uh give head i am one of those women there could be a like yeah male version of that and yeah, if they yep, have absolutely you know be respectful of the fact that they don't want to do that yeah. and find another sexual partner because you deserve somebody who wants to do that yeah, <laughs> yeah well exactly. and then, i mean and if it's if it's yeah if it's not a long-term thing then yeah just find somebody that but if it's a long-term thing maybe you can work it out but yeah for me personally I don't think anything would turn into long-term if that wasn't something you're willing to do there's definitely there's gray areas and there's compromise for sure yeah Yeah, exactly but that is one of the biggest reasons why when I was single I enjoy dating women a lot more Mm -hmm. because they're not afraid of anything down there but men are like yeah I don't know (laughs) so so, so weird. All right. So food in your vagina is not a good idea. What? No. I'm so surprised. I'm covering the screen because I just like, Uh-oh. I feel like You're like the were... words I just read are the grossest thing. Ew. And now I'm, yeah, I just here you go. <laughs> wow. Uh, so there is a story about a woman who got maggots Ooh. in her vagina no and apparently home. no one believed them. Uh, so now it's time for them to tell us the story. It is a documented case of a 79-year-old woman who experienced just that. The technical term is for is vaginal myasis. Uh, although it's rare... Uh, they look for the medical insight on how to ensure that it never happens to you. The best way to avoid, I gotta tell you, like both of my co-hosts right now have their like hands on their brains. Like what the fuck? (laughs) A nightmare I did not want. I'm speechless. That is crazy. Uh, okay. So yeah, how, how, make sure it never happens to you. Best way to avoid vaginal maggots. Ew. Okay. Uh, is to keep food dark chocolate, frozen bananas, and whatever else your creative mind comes up with out of your actual vagina. Vulva, which is on the outside, is fine. Vagina is not fine. Wow. Uh, Okay, so uh, all those jokes about, like, eggplants and cucumbers and all that stuff, like... Not a good idea. (laughs) they, They just are so not funny now (laughs) that I'm thinking about maggots. Ruined that punchline forever. Like, then you start, like somebody makes that joke and then you start becoming concerned about this condition and then you know. 
No. So I thought it might be obvious not to put food in there, but something I have heard that people do is when they have a yeast infection, they, <gasps> they do put, like, frozen. They put like garlic or, or potatoes. Oh, I haven't heard of those. <gasps> I've heard of people doing like um like frozen yogurt tampons. Yeah. Like they'll they'll put Greek yogurt, freeze it, and then put it up their vagina. And it's, a lot of people swear by it, but I just don't trust don't putting do it. milk in. No, don't put any food up there. Don't put food up there. Yeah, only. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why would you put? But I also like. I guess there is some sexual play that involves like food and eating off each other like or the whipped cream yeah. and there, there's like strawberries Dripping and chocolate, there's, there's dark yeah. chocolate and stuff which is as I said it's fine on the vulva maybe keep it on like the outer Don't labia and then make area. sure it's cleaned up off of you before any In penetration takes yeah, yeah so but also like lollipops I've heard like <gasps> those going like blow pops what? going up inside and then like then they could eat it after, but I'm like, maybe don't do that. Hey guys, the fun places to lick are on the outside. (laughs) Don't do it. And if you're weirdly, not weirdly, if you are inclined to stick some sort of food up your vagina, please don't, uh, make sure it has a condom on it. How about that? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a, don't leave any crumbs. No crumbs. No crumbs in there. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh, buddy. I don't like it. Okay, moving I'm on to the Very uncomfortable. One. Multiple partners doesn't... When I first read this, I thought it said, doesn't make you a loser. That's why I, <laughs> I was like, to cover it. <laughs> but, multi, but that's not what it says. Multiple partners doesn't make it looser. And abstinence doesn't make it tighter. Yeah. So that whole, it's so tight because she hasn't slept with anyone or it's so loose because she sleeps all around. It's wrong. Wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. So, what is that chili? Is she referring to us as chili? Like, is that a thing? I don't know. Okay. So I ain't had sex in in so long that I can only hope this point is true. Okay, shut up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you're sexually active and you worry that it's stretching you out, remember we're able to birth babies through our vagina and still master the vaginal snap back. Ain't no penis able to match a baby's head. So you're good. You're good. On the flip side, being abstinent for a long period of time is not going to make your vagina any tighter. Are you surprised? No. I do want to add to that. If you haven't had sex in a while, that means you are not using well. And also if you're not masturbating, because if you're masturbating and using like dildos or whatever, then that this might not apply. But if you are not using your vaginal muscle in a while, it could be kind of worn out and could lead to like painful sex when you go yeah, back the into dilation, it. Yeah. But it's I a mean, muscle. You got to use it. Yeah, you got to use it so you don't lose it. I mean, so yeah, maybe you haven't had sex for a long time, but if you're masturbating regularly, you're still you're using your muscle. I'm just saying for mm-hmm. a friend. Yeah, as, as, I'm saying I'm ready to go. Of my sentence, I was like, "Well, unless you're masturbating, because yeah, like yeah, I yeah. had that realization." <laughs> no, no, don't worry. I'm using my muscle. Don't worry. Don't worry about me, you guys. Yeah. So that's so. According to medical professionals, the initial discomfort after a dry spell, like you said, uh-huh. is due to that. So. Yeah. Oh, that tight is right. God damn stupid things that people say. Ugh. Uh, you can get an STD even with a condom. For, fi- uh, finally, if you want or need another reason to make sure you get tested on a regular basis and that you should require to see a new a new partner's bill of health before going on the do or doing the do. OK, uh, I've got one. Even if he wears a condom, you can still get an STD. How is that? It's because if he happens to have warts, a herpes flare-up, or pubic lice, your vulva has the ability to come in contact with his scrotum, and bam. You could end up with sharing more than just a good time. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's always good. Like, the whole point of condoms isn't to get rid of STDs altogether. It's to avoid it. There is also, um, like... 
they call them dental dams, which is what people mm-hmm. can use to like go down on a woman and like avoid getting that. Because like warts can be in herpes, which is like genital herpes versus uh, the cold sores, which is like facial herpes, essentially. They can be uh, contracted that way. So Mm -hmm. it's always safe. And as you said, chlamydia. Chlamydia can also, yeah, you can get that in the mouth. Um, I did have a question for a Planned Parenthood person, too, like because we were talking about STDs and everything. And I was like, well, can you let's say you have it and then you masturbate can you give it back to yourself again that was her face too (laughs) like if you're using a dildo or a vibrator while you have an std although you've taken the antibiotics for it and you're curing yourself from it does it go on to your toy and reinfect you my uneducated guess you were gonna say something i was gonna say um i mean i feel like maybe just in case it, I, it's always a good idea to wash them yeah whatever yeah. You're using them. yeah anyways but um yeah i don't know so yeah that's exactly my uneducated guess would be that uh you viruses can last on surfaces like that's the one thing that we always have to remember. Bacteria grows on surfaces, grows everywhere, right? Viruses dies without a host, but it can survive for a certain amount of time. We should find out how long uh, STDs, STIs, can last because some of them are yeah. bacterial, some of them are viral. If you masturbate with something and you have a viral STD or it STI, could, I should say. Yeah. It could still be there. You could give it back to yourself, perhaps. So, yeah, as you said. Yeah. It, it. It's, and that was her answer. Something I'll have to look into. <laughs> but this is from what I understand. Yeah. Just like you said. Also, one of my guesses is don't put it in the washing or not washing <laughs> the machine, dishwasher, the dishwasher <laughs> yeah. especially if you have an STI. Yeah. That oh. is bad. They have bears. like, well, and, and like, don't wipe it down with. Clorox wipes, I imagine, right? Because that could be, because if you're going to insert it back in you, like, is oh, that yeah, something? You don't want that. Oh, okay. So, like, it all depends <laughs> on the type of material that the the dildo, I'm going to just assume it's a dildo and you've got yeah. other toys, right? Um, you could initially wipe it down with a Cloroxing and then wash it with soap after if you want to go like hardcore and stuff. Yeah, like make they, sure. And they have certain cleaners for yeah. your toys so they don't wear down the materials and they're safe for insertion. I think the rubbing alcohol, the acet- or acetone, is that what it is? Iso- Profil is a yeah, that one. Yeah. I could see the word, but don't let me say mumble, it, mumble. man. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that one is a good one because the alcohol uh, evaporates and doesn't leave any residue. But uh-huh. yeah, I've got some uh, body safe toy cleaners that yeah. I've always bought with the toys. And I usually just use those with that. Very interesting yeah. questions. There's no such thing as a normal vulva. That's the last of it. And that's a good thing to know. Finally, your vulva is a lot like your fingerprint in the sense there's no two are that exactly alike. That was a weird sentence for me to say. There are no two that are exactly alike. Like snowflakes. Yes. But way cooler. <laughs> and the reason they said vulva and not vagina is because most vaginas are basically the same. They're just a vaginal they're canal. The, yeah, they're They've the got their fridges that yep. can stretch out and stuff. Like most internal organs yeah. are pretty much the same on Sizes everybody. Vary, yeah, but, mm, but they all much. generally work the same. Well, and that's, yeah, the vulva is so interesting because there are so many. And I think that's what... We're going to kind of talk about some more, right, guys? Yes. Yeah, I've got some stuff to say about those. But that's the end of this one. That yeah. We have the whole article. We learned Yeah, some this was a good, yeah. This was the, a good. the actual, like, vaginal canal, something that I've heard is that everybody's curvature is different. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. Because, right. um, like... Your uterus is also can be tilted in, in a different position and stuff like that. So I don't see why the vaginal canal would be different. And maybe that's why we all feel 
different on the inside too. You know what I mean? Like different positions, different, different positions. for people. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some things work better for others. So yeah, it's super interesting the way your mind works once you understand how your body works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How you start thinking about it differently and it's just more, okay, this is why this probably doesn't feel well to me. So let's switch it up and try this. Yeah. So, and now like we know if you're a little bit fuller lipped, you maybe, might be into vaginal uh, yeah. stimulation more than clitoral stimulation. Awesome. Okay, well, that's the end of this. Thanks for taking the stroll down Petticoat Lane. We'll see you next time or hear you next time. Actually, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, she's got some stuff. Thank you so much. Of course. (laughs) I'm like, bye. (laughs) Do you have anything that you'd like to plug if you want listeners to be able to find you or go see you somewhere? Sure. Um, So I have an open mic Mondays and Wednesdays at 10 p.m. at Ice House Bar and Grill. Um, I also do a monthly showcase there. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at cult classic queen, all one word, all spelled correctly. Uh, and then what was the other thing I was going to plug? When is this going to come out? The 24th of March. Yay. So you have three days to listen to this and find out that I have a show on the 27th at Ice House uh, and a show on April 17th. So that's what I have going on lately. I'll be on the March one. I'll be there, guys. All right. Uh, You can find me anywhere, probably (laughs) at Miss Josie or Miss Josie D. I try to keep it consistent. And Crystal's out there. I'm out there, but really, I mean, you're going to be disappointed if you find me. <laughs> I don't do much. That's what, I get an alert that says so-and-so is following you on Twitter. I feel like I should send an apology right away. Like, <laughs> there ain't much activity here. I mean, thanks for following me, but yeah, I'm out there. You'll find me. And I kind of talked about it earlier, but we now have a Patreon. Yes. At this moment, it's very new, but the... like. The newer it is, the more stuff you guys kind of get with us one-on-one. We want, it's going to be $3 a month as our only tier. And that will go to making it so that we could do some online only content and maybe some extra stuff. Like if we get 25 Patreons, we're going to make stickers. And then when we get a little bit more, we're going to make some pins. Yeah. And I mean, it will also help fund um, any like our unboxing events like we keep talking about we want to do the vagina candles there's also an incense a vagina incense we want to talk about those i mean casting our vaginas would be fun too but Mm -hmm. this is all something that you can support by joining the patreon um the perks that you get immediately are we will give you a shout out for sure as if we get like over a hundred we might change that but that's why you want to do it sooner rather than later because we'll give you a shout out and then um every week we're going to be putting up kind of a poll to see what you guys want us to talk about so you get to give some direct input on what we talk about every week and i have some extras that were cut out some of some earlier episodes for time but i couldn't get rid of them because they're such good stories so that's where you can go to listen to that and if you don't want to pay for our patreon at the moment that's fine as I said, all of our show notes will be there as well as all of the links and pictures and stuff. So you can kind of follow along with us a little better. And that's Yay. for free. That's for free. And that's it. Yay. Okay. Thank Until you again, Holly. Thank you so much. Thanks. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.